I'm Olga Tsimaraki and this is SEO in 2023. Olga, what is your number one SEO tip for 2023? So it's something that uh, we keep forgetting, but my tip is to stop forgetting about our users. We need to remember that they come first. So essentially, Google has been pushing us towards the users a lot, especially lately, but they've been doing the same since 2011, at least after the Panda update, if I'm correct. The thing is that uh, we're very focused on all their technical SEO, fixes, following the best practices, doing the odds and ends on the side, the technical things. Uh, but we, we keep forgetting that Google's mission is to organize the world's information and make it accessible and useful. So accessible and useful were the two key words forever. <laughs> uh, Google's users uh, are our users. So whenever you have someone coming to your site, your target audience, uh, helping them solve their problem, actually um, answering their questions, giving them something useful and something accessible and something that's designed well and legible and just enjoyable, it's essentially what we should be doing because if we do that for our own users, that's of course great because our users will appreciate it and they will buy or subscribe or anything we want them to do. But our users are Google's users. So if we give them that useful and accessible content, Google will appreciate it and rank us higher. So a big part of everything we're doing should be focused there. <laughs> it shouldn't be fixing the speed. Like, what can, okay, getting that perfect score on Core Web Vitals might be important. It is important, but you shouldn't forget that if the content on the page is not really useful, if you're leaving them hanging and not actually giving them the entire answer that they're looking for, having the perfect score and speed wouldn't actually solve your problems. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So it was um, focusing on speed, as you mentioned, um, one of the, the common things that SEOs focus on when they just shouldn't focus on it too much? Well, it has been mostly since last year. Uh, it, uh, it has been something that we've been talking about with our clients for years. But uh, like I said in the beginning, Google has been pushing a lot to, towards user experience. And since last year, uh, with the user experience update and the new Core Web Vitals, everyone suddenly got in a craze about fixing their speed. Uh, it's extremely important. I'm not saying it's, it's not important. All the technical fixes that we're doing, having the XML sitemap, the robots files, um, all the small optimizations that we do for the titles, the meta descriptions, everything that we do, schema, they're all important. But if we don't first think about solving the user's problem, whatever you do technically won't solve your issues, won't, won't have Google liking what they do. <laughs> Can we do things at the same time. I mean, can, can we actually positively improve our SEO and at the same time be improving things for users? Uh, yeah, we can, of course. Uh, it does depend a little bit on your capacity. It depends who you are. Like if we're talking about a small business, they can't probably do everything at the same time. If we're talking about a big business with a marketing department or having a full agency working for them, yeah, we can probably do everything together. The, um, the problem that I need to stress out is because I, I've been saying this with uh, my clients, with most of my clients for the last three, four years that I'm working for an agency. They're focused on doing the technical things, but they're not as focused as doing the other part. They think that the technical things will save them. They will rank them high like that. So it's about not forgetting about them, not stressing too much. That's, that's why my tip is focused on that, because we keep forgetting about the easier part. The, the part about we think about your users and uh, 
we make sure to have the FAQs in there and simple but to the point content on a page. And we start uh, doing the keyword research and stuffing keywords on a page just because we're going to bring more people through that those keywords. But even if the keywords are there, if they're n- the content itself is not actually helpful, doesn't make sense. So why is and this then? I, I've seen it with my clients. <laughs> is, is this because SEOs aren't very good at being creative and thinking about users, they're more technically orientated? Is it because SEOs aren't very good at maybe talking to content marketing departments and articulating what's important from an SEO perspective with them as well, or some some other reason? So I might be biased because I'm mostly on the agency side, which means that a big part, we depend on a lot of things from the client themselves. We're not in their company. We don't know everything about their company. So a lot of things they need to be doing. I mean, we point them to the right direction, but they need to be doing that on their own. I don't believe that SEOs don't know what's important, but uh, it always depends on the business owner and whoever else they're working with. So maybe then it's to give them the SEOs goals. need to yeah. push more to be involved in content strategy meetings at the beginning of the year and setting that and be part of setting that. That could be very useful, yeah. And I think all SEOs are slowly going towards that, especially since the helpful content update. Uh, It's uh, actually, it's easier to explain to your clients too, because it's right there in the title. You have the helpful content update. Google is telling you that you need to help have helpful content uh, and not just content that has the keywords, not just content that's generated by AI in bulk. Uh, What everyone knew always uh, is that content is king. Write content, write articles, put the keywords in there. And that's something that a business owner understands. But SEO is kind of complicated to explain sometimes. And when you're trying to push them towards a different direction, but they, they're not 100% sure about that, what that direction is, or they think that the technical side is more important, then it's you, you get in a conflict, essentially, <laughs> that you can't get out of. <laughs> but does having helpful content that's great for user experience actually have a measurable positive impact on SEO? Well, when you have helpful content, um, it, it's not a ranking signal. Uh, we've we've read that in articles. With, uh, I mean, if you follow all the Google Twitter account, uh, you can see people mentioning that, uh, that it's not actually a ranking signal, but user signals like the bounce rate, the new engagement rate that we see in Google Analytics 4, um, the time on page, uh, the click-through rate from search. These are signals that you can see. Uh, you can see getting better if you have help- helpful content, essentially. These are signals that Google is looking at. Not, I mean, nothing is verifiable. <laughs> I can't tell you whether it's a ranking signal or not. But we do know if we start looking into old tweets and old... Uh, um, office times of uh, Google. I don't remember the name exactly. Uh, we can see that they keep insisting that focus on that. It might not be a hundred percent ranking signal that we check exactly, but if that's improved, then your uh, rankings will improve. It helps your SEO in total. So, how do you actually go about then creating great? content for users? Is it still centered around keyword research? Is it a certain type of content? And has that content changed much over the last couple of years? Well, uh, what I usually recommend um, with my clients, what we do uh, for our agency is try to give it a more personal twist, I would say. You do the keyword research, of course. You need to see how people are searching for things. You have to think, of course, about the, the search intent now. So it's not just about 
the exact keyword, but if someone searches for SEO services, they probably want to buy SEO services. But if someone just searches SEO keyword research, that doesn't necessarily mean that they need to buy it. They might just want to learn how to do it. So we, we need to figure out, it's a very general example, of course, but search intent is important. So we know when someone is searching for that keyword, are they actually looking to buy? So can I use it in a service page? Are they looking for information? Can I use it in my content? So yes, I agree. Keyword research is still important uh, and the structure is important and having a legible uh, article with um, a lot of spaces, you know, small paragraphs, all of this. But I think the most important thing is to make it more unique, not just gather information from everywhere else and repeat the same things that everyone is saying, but actually uh, try to write content where you actually have something new to say because of your experience or because uh, you your customers asked something or just try to get, I mean, you have a business, you probably talk with people all the time through customers or employees or anyone else. So there are ways to give it a personal twist and that's what makes it unique and more helpful than the next article. So does this mean that keyword search volume is less important than it used to be? I, I don't think it's less important, but I always thought that keyword volume is a little bit... It depends on who you are. If you're a small business with that's selling a SaaS that's very expensive, even if you get a keyword with 100 volume per month, but those 100 people actually trust you because it's just you up there, you're the expert and they come to you and they you build your brand like that and 10 people buy or five, that's still a good conversion rate eventually in your in the big plan, right? <laughs> I think that it, it I don't, I'm not saying it's not important, but depends on what niche you're in, uh, how, what kind of business you're in, who you want to attract. The numbers, a little bit relevant in my opinion. <laughs> well, it feels like the SEO role is changing a bit. It's, um, it's perhaps uh, morphing into something that's either quite technical and, um, almost consulting into IT departments or something that's actually consulting into creative departments. Is, is, that, is that fair? I don't think SEO is changing, to be honest. It's, I, I think Google, and I'm, I'm talking about Google because it's the biggest search engine, so everyone follows their rules uh, when it comes to SEO. But Google has been saying the same thing since 2011. They just try to push more and more towards that now, and it's just become more clear. I don't think... It, it's a bit of both. You still need the technical, like I told you, it's not like, and if you can do everything at the same time, if you can write four articles every week <laughs> that are also great and creative and have the unique media, yeah, go ahead and do it and add the schema everywhere on your site. I don't think that has changed. Anyone who could actually do that, they were still doing, already doing it, they will still do it. <laughs> no? And I don't think it's taking a specific direction between one or another. I'm not sure right now. <laughs> If I think it's changed, I just, they're making it more clear for everyone. Google are making it more clear what, what, what you need to be doing. Yeah. yeah. And are, are, that, are Google leading everyone in the, in the correct direction or are there still some techniques that work that Google wouldn't particularly want you to do? Well, I'm sure there are some things that uh, they didn't want you to, they wouldn't want you to do. They, I think, especially uh, with the technological advancements, like AI, their algorithms are beginning, becoming more and more advanced. So we are having less opportunity, fewer and fewer opportunities to cheat. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a few conversations about AI-generated content as well. Um, do, do you have any like or, or sense of um, loathing about 
um, whether or not AI content is um, a good idea or not? I don't think AI content uh, itself is a good idea, but I do believe that it can be helpful. It can be an assist when you're a little bit stuck with getting content out of you. Like you need to, it can help you get started with something, uh, with getting what you have in your mind out there and starting to write, but it needs to be just an assistant, not full on AI content generation. So does that mean that you're not particularly a fan of AI content? Do you not believe that AI generated content should be used anywhere on a website? I think that it should help you. Uh, I, I like writing for my own, uh, personal, uh, like as a hobby, but as a marketer, I struggle. So having AI giving me a little bit of a push in order to write the, a blog that I might want to write or something else, it's actually very helpful for me. And it can give you inspiration because, uh, there are tools with AI that you can get headlines out of there or things like that. So it can definitely get something creative that you've never thought. But you always need to think about whether it works or whether it's actually something new. Don't just take everything, not for granted, but copy-paste from AI. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it. Uh, it it's, it's an assistant. It'll perhaps help you think of something that you haven't actually even considered beforehand. But um, to rely on it to create a creative piece is probably taking a bit of a risk with the future success of uh, or organic success of your website? I think so, especially because, I mean, I haven't dove in too much into AI, but uh, if everyone is asking about the same skincare content, how unique can it be if it's, I mean, it will be, but after a point, you will still generate the same things again and again, right? It won't have the, that unique perspective if you start saying the same things. So you've shared what SEO should be doing in 2023. Now let's talk about what SEO shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEO shouldn't be doing in 2023? Like I said already, a big part of what you shouldn't be doing is forgetting about that user. So <laughs> that's already there. But, uh, and we've already talked actually about the AI content. So that's a big no-no for me as well. Like use it as an assistant, like we already said, but don't really just generate content for the sake of content. Uh, that won't be useful at the moment, uh, especially with uh, the helpful content update coming up and Google handing all the AI content down. Mm -hmm. Um. But nothing new, I think. Like uh, the tip for me, at least, would be the same uh, tips that we always had. Like, don't go buying backlinks. Don't go buying content from people that don't know that they're not experts on your content. We also ha we we have to focus on that. Like, it's always been the same. Uh, the the one thing that I haven't been able to pass on to my customers easily because it's not clearly written somewhere and. It's the one thing that I always care about. It's about that part, the helpful content, the users, the fact that you need to be an expert on what you're doing, the eight factors, so expertise, authority, and trust. So don't just get someone to write content and put the keywords in there because that's what you should be doing. Even if that content is unique, if that person is not an expert, that's also important. You need to... Um, we need to know who the uh, who the person is, who the author is too, so we can know who to trust. Even if person is important, but at least the brand behind it, it should be an authoritative brand around that niche and topic. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, for me, uh, you'll probably hear some great tips uh, from uh, everyone, but that the most important thing for me is that, honestly, like don't generate content for the sake of it. Don't add keywords just for keyword's sake. Don't do everything just because that's the rule to do it because there isn't really a rule. There are some best practices because we believe they're working. Okay, we've done tests, of course. We we have an idea of what works and what isn't, but nobody knows exactly what Google is testing, <laughs> what Google is doing. The one thing that Google has been clear about is the user. <laughs> like focus on the user, give them helpful content. So why are we not following that one rule that they're actually clear about? <laughs> Simaraki is marketing consultant and COO at Zima Media. And you can find her over at thebuddingmarketer.com. Olga, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2023. Thank you for having me here. Get your copy of SEO in 2023, the book, over at seoin2023.com.